are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. Welcome to a Healthier View podcast where modern medicine meets holistic medicine for your well-being with hosts Beth and Dr. Scott Clitheroe. Now, let the conversation begin. Hi, all. This is Beth, health and wellness expert and one of the hosts of A Healthier View. Today, we have a special guest, an OMG to our listeners. You all have the wonderful opportunity to sit down, kick back, relax, and listen in to a conversation with Kathy Hood. Kathy is truly amazing. I mean, she has such great energy. And um, Kathy is a certified gift coach, the founder and CEO of Marvelous Light Empowerment Association, which is interesting. It's a not-for-profit organization dedicated, get this, it's dedicated to changing the lives of families and individuals by providing the tools and resources necessary to grow and develop physically, mentally, spiritually, and financially through a myriad of services, including training and forums and workshops. And I mean, I just can't wait to talk with her to discuss how our financial and spiritual and mental health can really be meshed in with our total wellness. Kathy, I am so excited to have this conversation with you about women's wellness. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Beth, for inviting me. This is this is exciting. I uh, I just love talking about anything, everything woman, whether health, wealth, uh, personal, whatever. So exactly. thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Oh, me too. Me too. Now, have you always been this passionate about women's health, women's wellness, or is this something kind of new to you? No, all my life, I I just never really realized that mm-hmm. I had a passion for it. But it's always it's been me my entire life. I can think back to me as a as a teenager right and um and just always the one that was empowering people and uh my friends and and all that stuff and so it was just it's just it's just who I am oh that's I love it that's That's the way God designed me oh absolutely and you know when I was young I remember thinking I kind of had to figure out what my life purpose was I mean will I miss it will I choose Mm -hmm. the wrong path I mean what is my life purpose, you know, purpose, can it be a career, you know, and honestly, I really learned to listen to my intuition when working with people as well mm. and how the body and emotions work together. And I mean, I knew in my life purpose, in my twenties was to work um, in the wellness world and I got a job mm-hmm. in the corporate world, but I can see clearly now God was preparing me each step for my next life purpose, which, you know, honestly, people make fun of me because they say, you work so much, you work so much. And I enjoy health and wellness and the coaching and life coaching and so much. That's almost my recreation. So I listen to podcasts and radio shows and movies. And um, I actually just watched this show. Have you ever seen Knives Over Forks? No, I'm sorry. knives I'm sorry. over I'm sorry. forks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Forks over knives. I completely butchered forks that. Over forks over knives. Uh huh. No, I don't think so. Oh no, God. I haven't. I was just, but I, when I said no, I don't think so. I think I've I heard. I heard about it, but it was a. It was a. It's been a minute, but no, I never watched it. It just never triggered me. 
you know. Um, well, I encourage you and all the listeners out there to watch it. It basically, it really promotes a plant-based diet, you know, and mm. how we can get, and I know a lot of people out there, yeah, protein is important. Those amino acids we get from protein is so important for immune health and muscle health and, and even bone health and mental health. And, but you can get so much protein from nuts and seeds and, and vegetables and, and pretty much anything you eat has a little bit of protein in it. So, um, but anyway, I encourage you to watch it. It, it changed my life years ago, completely changed changed my life. And, um, so I encourage you to watch it. Wow. So when you say it changed your life, meaning just beginning to, to do it, when you started eating more, more veggies, more nuts and seeds and well, you know, I grew up as an athlete. I was a gymnast in college and um, I, I was in the wellness world and I was coaching people. Actually, I ran fitness centers for mm. um, a major oil company in Houston. So I was under the mindset, like more protein, more protein, more protein. And where do you get protein? I mean, obviously animal protein. Um, so but it changed my life a few years ago, just kind of the hazards of having one too much protein and two really monitor and watch the animal protein that you eat. I mean, the quality of it and the intake and, you know, the hazards of rancid oils and having too much sugar and all that. Anyway, it's, it's amazing, amazing. So all to say is like in my spare time, I'm literally doing research on health and wellness because that is fun for me. It's my occupation, but it's also my hobby. Look, that is something that's the best of both worlds, right? So I was listening to you when you said that, you know, you started listening to your intuition and um and then just realizing this, this is you know what you were called to do. And so that is one of the things that happened for me. You know, you were like, have I always been passionate about women? But I found out that what I do naturally is an encu- is encourage people, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And um, and so I've been doing that. And so when I found out I became a um, certified gift coach. Uh-huh. And, you know, when I realized that my gift is my gifts and the way that I'm designed and my intuition is to do this for people in conversation, in situations, in, you know, mentoring or coaching. Yeah. Uh, and, and so when I realized that, but, but that was after I, be, you know, became a, a certified gift coach and realized what my gifts are. And it changed, Beth, everything. Just like you just said, it changed everything for me, you know? And so when people can get that, that kind of awakening about themselves and, you know, it, it just, it just changes everything. And it just makes your life. It doesn't seem like you're working because we love what we do. So it doesn't seem like it's work. And they say, and I get the same thing. You work all the time. You know, you need to shut it down. I'm like, shut what down? Uh-huh. <laughs> I love what I do. Yeah. And so it doesn't seem like work. Yeah. You know, so, well, I so have, yeah. I have two questions for you. Um, the first mm-hmm. one is what is a gift coach? And then the second one is it really kind of sounds like, like me, you, your life purpose was to deepen your self knowledge for yourself and for others. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So for the first question, yes. Yeah. So a certified gift coach is one that, you know, I help people to discover their God-given gifts. These gifts are the ones that God placed on the inside of us when we were born. It's part of our DNA. You know, and I, I tell people all the time, if God took time to decide what color our skin, eyes, uh-huh. hair, you know, how short, how tall, you know, um, our body size, whatever, even though, you know, we can still, we can do some things mm-hmm. to, <laughs> to help with that body mm-hmm. size. But, uh, uh, but if he took the time to do all that, why wouldn't he structure our character? 
right? right? And so, and then of course, with us being made in his image, uh, so we took on his characteristics. And so what I teach on are um, seven motivational gifts. And these are the gifts that makes you do, be, act, say, think, like, dislike the things um, that you do in the way mm-hmm. that you operate. And so mm-hmm. it's, it's just, it is just amazing. When I tell you when I learned my gifts, Beth, it was all over. And not to, I took off. Right. But not to say that I didn't still struggle a little bit because of the fact that um, because we, I was so used to operating in a place of, you know, squ- um, squandering or squashing or help, helping my gifts to lay dormant, not using them because of what other people thought. So I knew my strength, but other people were just intimidated with my strength. And so to make them feel better, you know, I would just always shrink and, oh. and allow them. And so, you know, after I, once I discovered that that's really who I am, I, I stopped letting people do that. Because it wasn't their fault. It was my own fault, you know, right. just because I wasn't um, aware, the awareness hadn't kicked in that that's exactly how God made me. So go for it. So it's like your likes and your dislikes kind of really mesh and partner up of how you want to show up in the world. Yeah, really. But mm-hmm. just like when you were talking about intuition, mm-hmm. it's about that, too. Some people are born with the gift. We operate in just knowing like one of my gifts is perceiver. And that's the gift that really carries that intuition. So, you know, the minute you speak to a person, you know, you'll know if this is a good person, bad person or indifferent. You know, you may not. um, And people who don't understand that, they'll be like, oh, it's just something about that person. I don't. Right. Their energy. Not understanding that it's just your intuition is picking up, right? Something about that person may be going on with them. So at that point, what I've learned is that we should pray for them, you Uh know? And then if God gives us that unctioning or that pushing to say something to them, because we may be the answer to something that they're looking for or or the answer to a prayer that they pray to God and we show up with the answer, you know? And so me being an exhorter is, huh? No, exactly. I love what you're saying. Yeah. And so even with the, my number one gift is exhorter. Uh-huh. When I found that out, that just awakened everything in me because an exhorter is, I mean, a people person. I uh-huh. love people. I used to say, why do I love people so much? My kids were like, mom, why do you talk to everybody? You know? <laughs> Don't you find that exhausting? Ex- exhausting? Yeah. No, no. You know, and so, but when the time, when the time comes, I really don't, I really don't. Now there are times when I may just be feeling, if I don't feel, if I feel like I need some rest or, you know, I've been talking all day and I don't want to talk anymore, (laughs) but we're gifted in that. We Uh talk a lot. You know, we love to, we're, we're natural, um, we're natural, natural counselors. You know, people find us to be very approachable. We're always positive. Negativity is like the devil to us, you know? And so when you come to us with that, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to drown it with positivity. So, okay. Yep. I hear all that. Let's get to the solution. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So we Mm -hmm. don't operate in that space and let people stay there. So, you know, it's, it's amazing what, what all of these gifts 
can, you know, when you figure out, find out what they really mean. And that's the problem. You know, most people are take these gift assessments and they really still don't know what they mean. You know, they just right, say, oh right. yeah, uh -huh, you know, uh -huh. I'm a this, I'm a that. I'm like, but my God, embrace it, use it. It's, but but because they may have you 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 heard me say we talk a lot right okay uh -huh, uh -huh. God love it love it love your energy. because thank you and that's us we we I'm on ten mm -hmm. the majority of the time uh -huh. okay and um and so but when we are uh, working with people and you know when we're talking about but just that exhorter person is just always about you know just finding a solution. And um, not only you. just that, but I was saying too, you know, when you find out all these other gifts, you find out why you actually act the way that you do. Right. And then it helps you to understand your husband, your children, your bestie, your supervisor, your employees. It changes and enhances every single relationship that you have. Oh, yeah. And that's so, got to yeah, be yeah. a huge part of wellness. So I, I just asked you a question. I don't think you heard me. It How is. do you think God sees you? How God sees me is just the way that he created me, right? Mm -hmm. And so the thing about it is we have to learn how God sees us and accept that and begin to operate in that space because we spend so much time. So he sees me as the person that he created, Kathy, could to be an exhorter, perceiver, and administrator. Those are my top three. Now we have all seven, but those are the top three that I operate in very strongly. When I say um, 100%, I say 100% exhorter, 99% perceiver, 98% administrator. Okay. And those are like the percent out of a hundred. Right. Okay. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And so that's how he sees me. And so when we, when we get the, that's what I was going to say earlier, when we get to, you know, getting involved in um, all these other gift assessments and, and tests and things like that, you know, where other people are just really breaking down these seven into so many different categories. And then mm -hmm. it just gets confusing. And so they just doing nothing at all with their gifts, but let other people use them, you know, and then they thinking that they cannot be successful in who God has created them to be. And that's not so. So, you know, not until we get into that natural state, that natural place of operating in who we are, do we become successful that's true success mm -hmm. now they may see some successes along the way and so that's why they in and out of stuff and frustrated and or just doing something just because of the money but you're not happy you know you're getting up and you know just not excited about what you do i get up excited every day about the things that i do so is that, so well, that's how test. god sees me so mm -hmm. you mentioned this test or quiz where do mm -hmm. where can people find that i'm gonna take it Oh, yes, this is going to be fun. So when you said intuition, Beth, I already, I already start picking up some of your, uh, your, your gifts, but so they can, you can actually go to Kathy with a K hood empowers.com. And that's Kathy K A T H Y H O O D empowers with an S.com. And just take the assessment. <clears throat> okay. And um, there is a, there's a cost and you'll see it's very minimal. But um, but also that what comes with that is uh, is a one on one with me to help break down your top three, help oh. you to understand your top three gifts. And it absolutely changed my life. And so now I understood why, you know, I understood why my kids or even down to my husband, you know, didn't understand my straightforwardness. 
you know, mm-hmm. because that perceiver is the one that people misunderstand uh, quite a bit because an, a perceiver is has very high morals, standards, integrity, honesty. So if you don't want to know the truth, do not ask the perceiver <laughs> uh-huh. because they're going to tell you. They're going to give it to you. And all the time it may not come out as nice as they think it ought to. But from a perceiver, we'd be like, what? They're like, why are you saying like that? And I'm like, it is like what, what it is, right? It uh-huh. is. Uh-huh. Beth? That is so funny. My God. That's what I tell people. It is. But because we are talking to people who are gifted with compassion, who are very sensitive, you know, right. so they all up in their feelings. And it's other people that get all up in their feelings like that and um, and causes uh, a, a whole lot of uh, friction and uh, in your relationships and things like that, all because the, those gifts are clashing yeah. and they don't understand them. So it's one thing to know it. But it's, a, it's a, a whole different animal to understand it. You know, that kind of reminds me of, I'm a nutritionist and I was actually helping my brother with his health and wellness. He had gained quite a bit of weight and <clears throat> he's a little sensitive. Um, he has mm-hmm. since passed, but he, so I told, I put him on this diet and he, and I got, I was more of a drill sergeant with him. I, ch- I usually mm-hmm. really try to, um, you know, show people ways to get out of an unhealthiness and into joy and happiness and health and wellness. But my brother was one of those people that really didn't respond well to the drill sergeant. And he, I mean, he, and I knew he was sensitive. He needed more of the cheerleader being like, you can do it. It's okay if you mess up. And there's, there's absolutely truth to that, but you're right. Having that connection and having those personalities really connect is probably, I mean, is huge for successes. That, for example, as even your brother as your client, mm-hmm. you know, so it helps you to understand. And so it, it causes us to be a little bit more patient. And uh, and so when I understood that that my husband was compassion, um, it caused me because I'm telling you, we used to clash every day, mm-hmm. every <laughs> every single day. Oh, my God, because he's so sensitive. Right. And I didn't look at it that way until I understood that he was compassionate. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, but it does help you even when you're working with your clients. And so now when women go through my program and they take the gift assessment, it just blows their mind. They absolutely love it. And, but then I know how to work with them. I'll be on my team like that. So I know who can handle what, because when they start operating in the gifts, they are gifted with you know, the things that they love, they, they love working with people. They don't want to work with nobody. They just want to get do the work. You know, <laughs> those mm-hmm. are my servers. They just want to do the work. They don't want to get in front of nobody. They just want to make sure everything is set up. Everything broke down. You got what you need, you know, that type of stuff, you know, mm-hmm. but then you got your administrators who are natural born leaders. They're the ones that's going to be up front, make sure everything boom, boom, boom in order. Everything's going to be done in excellence, whether you like it or not, right. <laughs> you know, right. Um, and so, you know, then you have your teacher gift. That is just the one who that that's you, they may not necessarily be teaching in the system. So they may love just, you know, doing seminars, workshops. They may do the training in their job on their jobs, you know, and different things like that. So uh, just just things like that when you know that they love to do research. And so when you have them, you know, trying to be all sensitive, emotional and try to be the one to go, oh, make sure that these people are OK. No, you don't send a teacher to go do that. You right. don't put a server in a leader leadership position. You know, they tend to do that because that leader, that server is showing up, making sure everything is OK. So now they oh. think that they need to run the whole department 
and then they completely screw up that person's life, the department, everything break down because you took them out of their element in the place where they operate the best. Oh, that's fascinating. That's fat, you know, and my life purpose for the wellness, you know, business is helping people on another level, meet them mm-hmm. where they're at and really push them, you know, and really encouraging people, a physical releasing and letting go of the emotional, the um, baggage. I mean, I can see right. how all of my other life purposes has put me in this current life purpose. And I mean, I've learned how to work with people in the service industry. I, I, I do feel like I'm a service and I'm really trying to um, develop more of those leadership skills, but I'm also able to stand in my own power and help people in another way. Exactly. And because I'm always open to change and I'm always growing, I'm always learning. And I mean just kind of the joy, the pain, the adventure and the heartache, it's all part of the process that comes with it. Exactly. So that tells me uh, again, that, that particular gift, because guess what? That perceiver thinks just that way, Mm -hmm. you know, all the, all the pain and heartache, this is us to get to the, to the, to the win, you know what I'm saying? And all Mm -hmm. of those parts are necessary. And so whether people want to believe that or not, it, it is so. And so we are strong believers in that area. And so we, you know, when we see people in that space, we're like, oh man, okay. You know, when somebody comes to me and they all broke down, I just can't take it anymore. I don't know what else to do. You know, I said, that's exactly what God wants you. So now you can be, you can open yourself up to hear great instructions to get to that place of success that you're trying to get to. Now you can start trying to do it all on your own, in your own strength. When you don't know, you're operating, trying to be something somebody else has told you, or you're trying to imitate somebody. And so mm-hmm. people spend their whole life trying to be like somebody else that is a, that doesn't even line up with their, with their vision or with their destiny or their purpose. Oh, and so you when you that. discover that gift, and if people just really was to take this as serious as it is, man, their lives would be magnificent. They will wake up joyful every day. I won't, and, and I'm not saying people don't wake up tired. Like you said, does, does they get exhausted? I do get tired. Mm-hmm. You know, but I don't, I don't get tired of doing this. Okay. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I've just been around, I know people in my life and I'm sure you've been around people as well that are just, they're called quote unquote emotion, um, emotional vampires, vampire. They just like suck all the energy out of you. So <laughs> energy vampires, that's what I want to say. And you just, yes. you know, they low energy or their concept that negative Nelly. And yes. I mean, I've dealt with people in my personal life, even friends kind of have morphed into that. And just like, mm-hmm. you have to really like raise your frequency or your energy before you even, or say a prayer that, okay. you, ha- <laughs> you know, before you're, cause you just know they're draining. And so that's kind of what I meant. And when I'm around or when I coach some people um, that are like that out there, I literally have to spend five, 10 minutes either praying or just getting emotionally myself ready. Cause it's just, it's, it's, it's exhausting. So I, I know. I know. Mm-hmm. But you know what? When you understand that gifts, you know how to attack that thing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And when I say attack it, meaning not like attacking them, but because uh, to me, that's still a spirit, you of know, course. Of course. <laughs> that negativity. Yeah. That fear, that doubt, that that thing that's haunting them. Like you said, it just a lot of that stuff just stems from th- things that they've dealt with for so long. And and then a lot of times I, I you know, I ask people when they find themselves in that situation, Often, you know, I'm like, think about the things that you're doing, the decisions that you're making that's attract that you, that that makes you attract that type of stuff to you all the time. Yeah. You know, and so when you know, when we get into conversation like that, 
either they're going to, you know, some of them, the, the most of, I, I don't think I've had anybody to walk away from a conversation, you know, when, because the door is open, I'm walking in, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying? And so they may say, well, they may tell me later, well, you know, you hurt my feelings. And so what you're dealing with a lot of times, those negative people, they are the ones that's operating in the, what we call, well, what my training, they call it um, the problem areas of their gifts. And they uh-huh. can be really strong people, you know, but because of life circumstances and environments and fear and anger and things that they, unforgiveness and things that they haven't let go, it, it leads them and guides them, it, you know, into being in that space all the time. Again, that's why I say it's a spirit that's doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, but until we can address it or uh, they can address it and maybe even be made aware of it, that they can begin to pray against it, you know, to denounce it, to rebuke it or whatever they're going to do to get rid of it. You know, um, so when I learned that about a person, you know, whenever they come at me with uh, something negative, I slap them with something positive, you know, and if they say, well, I don't know if I can do that. And I'm like, well, have you tried? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so my thing, and then I point out, you're good at this, 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 and this. So instead of just automatically thinking that you can't do something, give it a try first. Mm-hmm. And most of them do, they still get offended because they're in their feelings. But, you know, what can they do with truth? You yeah. know, you can be mad at truth. So that means you ain't mad at me. You so mad funny. at truth. You mad at yourself. I heard a saying so. from Elizabeth Gilbert one time. She said, there's three things I can't change, the past, the truth, and you. So that's interesting. <laughs> and I love the fact that you said you've never had somebody walk away from a conversation. I actually was doing a seminar um, in Oklahoma. This was years ago. And I started talking about the hazards of dairy. And mm-hmm. about, I don't know, let's say like five minutes into the presentation, I had someone raise his hand and I was so excited. I'm like, oh, I have someone asking me a question. And there's maybe mm-hmm. like 400 people there. And he raised his hand. He's like, do you realize about half of us in here are dairy farmers? And I was like, no, I did not. <laughs> so I have had people walk out of um, seminars. I've had people walk away from conversations before, but you know, I had to kind of drill down and, and not backpedal and, and whatnot. So know your audience was number one lesson, but exactly. I love the fact that you, you know, we're talking about women's wellness right now. We've really, you know, talked a lot about the spiritual wellness and keep an open mind and allow God um, to do the work for us and, and just love our brothers and sisters. And I mean, we were just in a pandemic, mm-hmm. but now mm-hmm. we're in an emotional pandemic. I mean, the stress and the anxiety is out yeah. of the roof yes. across the world. Have you noticed a difference in your business and your coaching since the pandemic? I have, I have, but what it, what the pandemic did was expose mm-hmm. and reveal Mm-hmm. You know, where people really their their belief system, where they really stand, you know, where people say that they believe this, you found out that they really believe that mm-hmm. <laughs> or they didn't believe at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so, yeah, so I, you know, in this space, I did recognize a lot of that. And it was honestly, Beth, it was very disheartening, yeah. you know, and um and so, and when I say that, meaning that in from a spiritual perspective, you know, when people say that how they believe in, in, you know, they, they, for the most of the years that you've known people that they pride, they, you know, themselves on living a certain kind of way and being a certain kind of way. But when they were, when they were faced with adversity, 
they forgot all about everything that they ever said that they believed. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, and so, yeah, and they did fall into this emotional space instead of, you know, um, really, you know, a fear and instead of always just looking for, you know, if, if this is that, then, you know, there was all kind of stuff that happened back in the day that there's there's something to offset that, you know, besides prayer, you know, and looking for guidance for God, just tell you things that you can do to uh, to protect yourself, to be healthy, you know. Um, and so without even just trying, without even just seeking somebody out, without, you know, mm-hmm. they just hid. They, they just, they, you know, <laughs> they just became so fearful. And, and to me, it, it just got ridiculous for me, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. people that I knew. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. So I did notice a difference. And now they're trying to come out of it and everything because, you know, even when you find out that, oh, if you take this, they're just going to have you take more of that. And so, you know, I'm not going to get into... Uh, you know, all of that, but, um, but yeah, so I did just to answer your question, I did notice the difference and they're trying to come out of it now, but they, to me, now just to me, I just saw a lot of people put their trust in areas that didn't serve them. I'll right. put it that way. Right. Right. Now the one that I've noticed is when I coach someone, it, it typically is nutrition and fitness. That's typically Mm -hmm. when someone reaches out to me, they want to lose weight, they want to lower their blood sugar or blood pressure. You know, they want to eat better, they want to put me on, put them on exercise prescription. But the thing I've noticed is nine times out of 10, when someone reaches out to me, when we start talking about one of those aspects of health, it always comes down to anxiety or depression or mental health or stress. So that's See? the one thing mm-hmm, that I've noticed. I'm just seeing it more. Maybe I'm just more in tune to it or I'm looking for it. But to me, like I'll ask someone, why aren't you eating healthy? And, blah, 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 blah. and I'm so stressed. Donuts make me feel good or cookies are just my thing. And I'm happy for 10 minutes because it raises their serotonin, their dopamine. So that's the one thing that I've really noticed when it comes to mental health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's so cool. When I say so cool, not about people being in that space, but <laughs> just to understand it's about that mindset, because that's the same thing about money. You mm-hmm. know, uh, why you got a money problem? <laughs> mindset, yeah. Yeah. you know? why you can't get into your purpose is a mindset. Why you, you know, why you eating bad, a mm-hmm. mindset, you know, mm-hmm. the things that have happened. So when it goes all the way back to it, uh, all of it just all just comes together back, you know, and dwindles down to this one little place uh, of thing of us, our mindset of something that may have, have, have us depressed, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, all those things you just named. So, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's crazy that when you said that, that oh, just made me think absolutely. the same thing. Absolutely. And the body follows the mind. I, I I think if someone is always stressed out or always angry or just has that, you know, kind of predisposition to having anxiety, let's say they tend to be a little bit more physically sick, have more mm-hmm. illness or disease. So, but the number one question I get is what is the most important thing I can do to change my health? That's like the number one question. So after looking mm. at blood work and whatever, my answer is always the same. You have to commit to change our bad habits, which is easier said than done because that might exactly. be change your emotional habits, you know, change your spiritual habits, change your eating habits, change your daily habits. You know, I'll have someone focus on <laughs> one thing that's really important for them, work mm-hmm. on it for three weeks, and then we'll move on to the next goal. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome though, Beth. 
but again, that's that's that mindset uh-huh. to commit. Right. And again, this sounds and everybody's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I'm going to do this. I'm definitely going to blah blah blah. And yeah, I'm ready to. And then when we get in into doing the things that we need to do to help them, you know, because in my program, Woman University, when we help them to bring that vision or that purpose, you know, to get to life, you know, so yeah, we work on you first. So we go through a discover you phase and that's with the gifts assessment. And I walked them through that. And then the second phase is design, right? So uh-huh. design you. And so with this roadmap, what we are doing now is getting all this in your that's in your head out onto a paper. So we create a little roadmap, right? And so w- when I find out that these people, and I told them, I said, I totally understand because I was there once as well. Uh-huh. You know, just understanding that it's, again, we operate in passion. We can see it. And it looks like we could just take it out right here, lay it on the table and boom, go, it's done. But, uh-huh. you know, you see the big picture. So we help them to see the big picture. What's the big picture? Now we have to back out all the things that needs to happen for you to get to that big picture. Right. You know, and so when they realize all the things that have to come into a vision, mission, you know, who is your your <laughs> your target audience? Who, uh, what is your um, marketing, you know, um, you know, we just break all that stuff down. So, you know, creating your marketing um, plan. And and so, and then when you have, when you look at all of that, that when you create those lists, that list has a list, right? You know, each individual item Mm -hmm. has its own list. And so again, empowering people or mentoring them to get to that next level, you know, they were like, I didn't know all of this was going to be involved. And, you know, and so by the time uh, when we get to the third phase of the program, it's called Dare You. And so we have them to go before our dream tank panel and they have to present what we just discovered and designed. So that 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 design piece in the middle is, is that intense part because we're pulling all everything, pulling all that passion out pulling all the information out. And so we're telling you what's got to be done to get there. And so that way, when you present it to like professionals, the people that's on my dream tank uh, are normally, you know, professionals, entrepreneurs, you know, Fortune 500, it can, companies are, it can be politi- political figures or whatever. And so we think it's a good idea. So let's present it to somebody who can, who oh, wow. ha- uh, ha- have the experience, you know, and different things like that to, to give you feedback and everything. And uh, so it, it's, it's awesome. Well, it sounds like people have to really. But a let lot go. of people. Exactly. Well, no, I was going to say, exactly. it sounds like they have to practice healthy boundaries and they have to have self-discipline and that's yes. really exciting. Oh, you've got like my brain, like really. And I am, I, I absolutely, I'm going to take that quiz and, um, have to talk offline but um okay okay, so i want to hear if there's any more kind of in your program you know we can kind of finish that up but you know since we're talking about women's wellness and again we've talked about spiritual wellness we've talked about your program which you know is all encompassing and we've talked about emotional wellness and physical wellness and i i mean like i said i think the body follows the mind if you don't have that good mindset you're not going to be the healthiest you can be um but for you just because i want to kind of pick your brain and Kind of, mm-hmm. you know, switch the conversation a little bit to food and to um, to fitness before we wrap up. Um, what is the hardest thing for you as um, 
and you're healthy. And I know we had a conversation, we've talked a couple of years ago, and then we talked again last week, preparing for this conversation. But mm-hmm. for you, what is harder, hardest for you? It, would it be changing eating habits? Or would it be exercising on a consistent basis? Exercising on a consistent basis. Okay. So you can say, I, I, I know, <laughs> I know oh, really? what my okay. issues are. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you not enjoy it? No, I don't. Okay. Mm-mm, I don't. And so, um, yeah, for, for, for a lot of different reasons, I don't, I just, I just don't. I, and I was trying to find that one thing. And again, because I'm always, um, you know, on, I won't say on stage, but always doing things out and especially with my life when I was working in corporate and when I worked for government. So I was always at events, you know, always having to show up, always at meetings, you know, and, um, and so of course, you know, you have to present yourself, mm-hmm. you know, uh, very decently. Yeah. And so again, one of my issues with working out was my hair. So that okay. meant that if I work out every day, I have to figure out how in the work because I don't know how to do my own hair and I don't have money. I don't want to, well, I won't say I don't have, I don't want to spend money every single day trying to do my hair, uh-huh, uh-huh. Or, you know, <laughs> having right. somebody on point, even though I wish I could. One day yeah. I might just have a, a stylist on, just on call. <laughs> have your glam squad. You know, with you. and yeah. um <laughs> Yeah, my glam squad, you know, uh-huh, so, uh-huh. but that was real, that, that was really my number one issue of working out. So I used to do it a lot when I was younger. Uh-huh. And uh, so my daughter, my daughter reminded me, I didn't even realize how much I did used to work out. I used to take her, she said, I used to take her to the workout place with me, let her be in a little kitty room and uh-huh. until I finished up. And, and I remember exercising a lot at home, but as I got older, and then I guess because I got more busier as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that was the only thing I could change my eating habits. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, I actually love to exercise, but I notice that if I miss, you know, I work out about four times a week. I don't exercise every single day, but four times a week. But I notice if I miss a couple of days or three days or mm-hmm. four days and, or I have a really busy week or I'm traveling for work or whatever that we can easily turn it into two weeks into three weeks. And I mean, and that's happened to me before and I'm an exercise physiologist. So, you know, I just really encourage our listeners to, and walking is perfect. I mean, if you don't have the time, reach out to me, I can develop a 10 minute workout plan for you. That's going to be just as effective as a 30 minute workout. And a lot of people think if they go to the gym, they have to work out super, super hard for an hour. And that's actually not healthy either. Cause it really eats into the muscle and, and, and whatnot. So, um, but I always like to hear, from different people kind of what obstacles are when it comes to exercise and but what you do Kathy is you're so busy and you're you're on the go 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 I call that functional fitness so if you're moving and you're and you're walking and you're and you're just busy as long as you're mm-hmm. not sitting down being busy I mean we call that functional fitness some people they literally don't have the time which I challenge people on that but let's just mm-hmm. say they give me their schedule and they seriously are at work at six in the morning they don't get home till seven o'clock at night and they have kids and they have this and but they clean the house and they do this and they mop and they do the yard work. That's called functional fitness. So as long as you're moving, a body in motion stays in motion. So, yeah. Oh, awesome. So, Beth, this is good because, you know, we do an event every year called State of the Woman Address. And uh-huh. so what we do, we like to uh, provide 
you know, information like this for women, because it's, you know, I'm all things women. I, I, I love our men. I love to em empower them or encourage them as well um, when they allow me to. You right. know how that goes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And and when I say that, meaning, you know, a lot of times, you know, it's just harder for women to to coach men. But um, mm -hmm. <laughs> well, from what from what I've seen. I know. Absolutely. I, that way. I worked in the and, oil field. Um, for so years. but I would love to. Huh? I said I worked in the oil field for years. So and it was 99 percent men. So I get it, sister. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I'm going to be talking to you about uh, being one of our speakers um, I would love because that. we cover, you know, health and wellness. And so mm -hmm. you would be perfect. Oh, I would love that. So I'll I've talk been... to you about that too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, I'm absolutely going to put your information and your website on our landing page show. And um, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I actually feel like I have so much energy. You have just given me an energy and a gift today. And I want to thank you so much you know, for taking this time and, and talking with me and um, really kind of developing our, our friendship again. And um, you're just amazing. You really are. Oh, thank you so much. No, thank you for, uh, for making this happen. Right. Oh my gosh. And so cool. we, you know, we just definitely give shout out to Melinda Davis, who is just amazing. Oh, and, uh, and, you know, for definitely connecting us again. And I've, I've been looking forward to this for a minute, Beth. And so, um, I just appreciate you allowing me to share your space and uh, to be on your show. So this was awesome. It was fun. Fun, uh, fun, I absolutely fun. enjoyed it. Well, thank you so much. I think it's time for a few words from our sponsor. Everyone stay with us. I will be right back after this commercial break to finish out the show. If you're worried your friend may be struggling, remember, you don't have to be there to be there. You could say how while you will get a fake tattoo. You could ask with an app if it works for you. You could chat on a game, kick off your flip flops. You could ask on your couch while you binge watch. Whatever, whatever, whatever gets you talking. Reach out to a friend about their mental health. Learn how you can help at seizetheawkward.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the Jed Foundation. Thanks for staying with us. Uh, today, we had such a great conversation um, with Kathy Hood. I mean, isn't she just lovely? I mean, I connected with her a few years ago. We lost touch and um, reconnected a couple weeks ago. And I just, I'm like a sponge. I just want to like take in everything she says. And, um, and so to everyone listening today, whether this is your first time listening to A Healthier View or your subscriber, thank you. Your support means a lot to me and Dr. Clitheroe. If there's a topic you would like us to discuss, email us at info at uptomeradio.com. Our talented, beautiful executive producer, Melinda Davis, reads every single email and passes them along to us. I want to thank our sponsor, Atlanta Life Media Agency. Without their support, these shows would not be possible. And finally, again, thank you to our special guest, Kathy. I encourage everyone listening to check out her show on Up To Me Radio titled The Kingdom of Wealth and her website. Like I said in the show, I will have her info in our show notes. I appreciate everything she does and everything she stands for. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode today. I also hope everyone has a healthy day and we will see you next time on A Healthier View. Mm -hmm.